In this episode, we're going to dive into the heart song of the Lion's Gate Leo New Moon and go into depth around what is the Lion's Gate, how to consciously work with this Leo New Moon and support your sovereignty in these times. Welcome to Stars, Stones, and Stories. I am your host, Rama, and together we are weaving ancient future wisdom as we birth the new earth. If you're into astrology, cosmology, living mythology, earth-based spirituality, and ancestral healing, you are home. If you've stumbled upon this podcast and are new to these topics, this is Sovereign Sanctuary to expand and deepen your wisdom. As a cosmic priestess, I witness many at the threshold of great transformation. I specialize in astrological divination, sacred site activations, and priestess arts for the Aquarian Age. You may learn more about my work and budding mystery school at earthseedtemplearts.com or follow Earthseed Temple Arts on Instagram. This community is your opportunity to claim your story, your unique identity and power, knowing that you are the hero of your own journey. You are a hologram for the collective, and you matter. The world needs your gifts and creativity now more than ever. Crystallize your medicine. Great ancient ones, great ancestors, we call to you. May you hear the voices of your descendants traversing through time and space. We humbly ask for your support, your wise medicine ways, and your genius solutions in these times. Dear ancestors, we wish to partner with you, for we know we cannot do this alone. As we traverse the mystery, we ask that you, our starry ancestors, are with us each breath of the way. May we have clarity of mind and crystalline vision to see through the dark. May we walk our paths of high holy truth, as that is what is needed now more than ever. And so it is. Welcome to episode 33, Become Your Own Beloved, the heart song of the Lion's Gate. In this episode, I'm going to share with you about a very special giveaway that's coming up soon, so stay tuned. A year ago, just before the Lion's Gate portal, I was thanking all of the amazing listeners who are part of this budding community. And at that time, there were just over 700 unique listeners that have dropped into this tribe of stars, stones, and stories with 27 countries represented. As I'm recording this podcast for you on 
Yes, Saturday, Saturn day, July 31st. I'm a day late. I promise to deliver these episodes every other Friday, Venus Day. And this last Friday was so jam-packed with activities. And I'm still integrating the massive intensity of the Aquarius Thunder Moon. And so at some point in the day, I had to just offer myself self-care and quiet and space. And so thank you for your patience and receiving this episode a little later than I would have normally intended. And may it also be a invitation for yourself that even though we make agreements that our self-care and our own physical, mental, emotional, spiritual needs always come first. And we're definitely seeing that through the Olympian, the gymnast, Simone, and her choices. And we're going through so much change and transformation in these times. As many of you know who have been tracking the astrology alongside me, it's it's a wild nearly insane time to be human on this planet. And we have to give ourselves more grace and space than we would have five years ago. So please remember that. And so as I was reviewing this a year ago, there were 700 unique listeners, 27 countries represented. And now today there are 5,400 unique listeners, people just like you who have popped into this community with 70 countries represented. So I just want you to know I'm so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. I know that your time is precious, it's sacred, and that you invest to journey alongside me in these episodes really means a lot to me. I believe that a podcast is definitely a form of collaboration, and your experience as the listener matters deeply. So I love hearing your feedback. Feel free to DM me on Instagram, Facebook, or email support at earthseedtemplearts.com on what you love about the show, what you wish there was less of. Um, any specific questions or topics that you would like to have addressed in future episodes, feel free to send those my way. And also what really helps this podcast grow is to offer a review on iTunes. So if you've not left a review, that would be so deeply appreciated as well as If you are enjoying an episode, just take a moment, share it with two to three friends, and uh, encourage them to take a listen as well. I'm offering a special giveaway on Instagram. I've been really absent from social media off and on for all of 2021. I'm just honestly finding I have less and less bandwidth for it. But that being said, there are some of you who I only know through Instagram, and I'm grateful for the ability to connect, and I want to reconnect. And so as of 
Sunday, August 1st, I'm going to be again devoting a little time each day to pop on Instagram. I'm offering a giveaway where one winner will receive a 30-minute private astrological divination reading with me. Uh, You can live anywhere in the world. This reading will be done virtually. And this has a $75 value. I can promise you that the one-on-one sessions that I hold space for are quite deep, really powerful, transformative. You will hear things that you've not heard before about your chart that I'm certain of. I'd love to have you participate. My handle on Instagram is... Earth Seed Temple Arts, and I also have one for this podcast, Star Stones and Stories. So you'll want to be looking at both of those handles for information on how to participate in the giveaway. Also, I just want to take a moment to cordially invite any of you amazing listeners who are feeling a call to Pilgrim in Egypt this December the 3rd through 22nd, to travel to visit some of Kemet's holiest spaces and places, including the majestic temples and tombs of Luxor and other parts of Upper Egypt, Siwa's desert oasis and plethora of healing waters, the pyramids of Lower Egypt, the Fayum Desert, and we have private ceremonies between the pause of the Sphinx and within the Great Pyramid at very precise astrological alignments. This is an invitation to embody the art of Hieroskamos, the sacred unification of the divine feminine and the divine masculine within, as we rematrix the codes of life. So if you feel a call to join us, please email support at earthseedtemplearts.com to receive the full invitation for this very special, very potent pilgrimage that is aligned with the resurrection, the rebirth, the renewal of each one of us at the winter solstice gate. As you know, I am so passionate about astrology And sharing wisdom about it as I continue to learn and evolve in my own practice of astrology, which has been a journey of mine since the age of 14. So I've been studying astrology for about 26 years now. I'm finding that even though people are becoming more and more aware of these metaphysical arts, a lot of people still don't understand why astrology. The rhythms of the planets, the asteroids, the stars, the centaurs, and the other astronomical bodies all create waves of reverberation that resound through time and space. These ripples affect our daily lives, both personally and collectively. And this summer, since in those of us who live in the Northern Hemisphere, since we opened that gate of summer solstice, the astrology has just felt even more intense, more ramped up. It's almost like we're living within a consistent eclipse portal 
but we're not. The full moon, the Aquarius full moon that was on Friday, July 23rd, was quite turbulent for many of us and very electric, a lot of shifting, a lot of massive energies being moved around. It created a portal for great clearing. And in clearing, there are choices we have to make on what we're willing to dissolve and let go of. I feel we're still working out that energy. As I'm recording this podcast, we have now entered the last quarter moon today. And Ceres has just shifted into the sign of Gemini. So the last quarter moon phase is a time to really reflect. It can feel like a bit of a crisis because we are preparing for this intuited future, but at the same time, we have to be aware of what we're dissolving, what we're letting go of, what's no longer working for us. And all of that became very much illuminated with that Aquarius thunder moon. Now, as Ceres has shifted into Gemini, she's the asteroid goddess of how we like to be nurtured and how we nurture others. She's goddess of womb and tomb. She marks different life cycle events. She is goddess of nourishment and nurturance. And as she's coming out of that sign of Taurus, she's now moving into Gemini, which means that collectively we're looking to be nurtured more through our thoughts, our ideas, an exchange of information, um, teaching one another. But also as that collective North Node is continuing to transit through Gemini, and we also have Black Moon Lilith, who recently shifted into Gemini, there is a big ask collectively to be willing to think outside of the box. This is very important because we have to understand that, that the majority of us have been culturally raised within programs. The overculture has been programming us our entire lives. And so even when we may consider that we're thinking outside of the box, quite often we're still thinking within the confines of the overculture's intelligence, the ways that we have been groomed. And this collective North Node in Gemini is asking us to be really open-minded and to be radically willing to learn new concepts, to take in new ways of learning, and to welcome a diversity of opinions. And that also includes learning about opinions that are different than yours and really learning about them with an open mind, letting go of your own personal beliefs to just absorb other styles of conscious, rational thinking. Gemini is the sign of duality, the light, the dark, the yin, the yang, the masculine, the feminine. In fact, we could say a truly evolved Gemini is 
living, breathing hieroscamos because there's that complete unification from deep, deep within. And with the collective South Node in Sagittarius, as it has been since May of 2020, collectively, we're being asked to shed old paradigm beliefs. And we have to understand that as the old is shed, as that snake skin is shed, it's not always done easily. Sometimes it's painful. Sometimes there is resistance. And collectively, at this time, there's a lot of resistance to avoiding uh, polarization, othering. At this time, collectively, there is a lot of divide. And what we have to understand as breathing human beings is that we have been subjected to the tactic of divide and conquer through many thousands of years. And it is no different now. And there's a great polarity happening on the planet. And the way through is to find more neutrality, to find more common ground. That's very, very important. And I think Ceres shifting into Gemini is going to help support that. Meanwhile, with Black Moon Lilith and Gemini, there still can be victimization and oppression around people who do not go in alignment with other people. And this can happen within any topic, within any system. And so I encourage you, because I imagine you are feeling this in your own personal life with family members, with friends, where there are distortions happening, where there's polarization and othering happening. And this can happen in many capacities. And so it's up to each one of us to find ways to build bridges, to build bridges of commonality. That's going to be very, very important for the astrology moving forward throughout the rest of 2021, taking us through 2022, 2023, 2024, and beyond. The commonality, our humanity, our love of life, the human spirit, our love of the enjoyment of Mother Nature and the elements and the planet as a whole, as a conscious living being. We have been experiencing really intense astrology. And this past Thursday, Mars entered Virgo. So now both Venus and Mars are in Virgo. And we're also approaching a square, another square between Pluto retrograde in Capricorn and Eris in Aries. And this square between Pluto and Eris is a common thread of astrology that we worked with also throughout 2020. And we've been 
fluctuating a little here and there in 2021. And Eris, we know her in mythology as goddess of discord, discomfort in the sense of shaking people awake to what is before their very eyes. And Eris, through the mythos, essentially her taunting of which goddess is the most beautiful started a battle which enacted the Trojan War. And so this story teaches us that it is important, it is important as we evolve as humans to find ways to put our egos aside because humans are really good at finding fault within one another. (laughs) There are other takeaways from that story. However, what we have to continue to circle back around with is that we are clearing out old age paradigms while simultaneously entering a new age of being. And each one of us is a contributor to the culture of this new earth consciousness. And we have a choice in these times. We have a choice between organic intelligence, elemental intelligence, and artificial intelligence. And there are definitely forces out there that would love nothing more than for our lives to become completely dominated by artificial intelligence. And this could be presented as a form of liberation, but at the same time could actually be even greater confinement than we already experience in our world at large. So this is a time in humanity's story to be consciously aware of how impactful our lives are and our choices are, and that we can feel very helpless and hopeless. However, it is through our daily choices and our treatment of those who are in our lives, particularly those whom we may not consider our soul tribe because maybe they're very different in their values than we are. But even those people deserve complete compassion, kindness, and respect. And as we move through the astrology on Monday, August 2nd, Juno, the asteroid goddess Juno of sacred union, she goes direct. And as she stations direct, she is directly conjunct the collective south node. And so Juno, she speaks to what we want in sacred union but I think she speaks to something even deeper. It's how do you become your own beloved? A narrative we have also bought into collectively is constantly seeking 
our beloved in the world? Who is that soulmate, that twin flame? And yes, sacred love exists and it is beautiful. However, what would happen if all of the energy that was spent on different people finding their perfect romantic connection, if they spent that energy on taking impeccable care of themselves and impeccable devotion to their sacred art, their gifts that they're meant to offer to the earth. And I believe that when we really fall through follow through with that mission, we actually, if we are meant to be in a sacred union, we will magnetize that to us. It's just inevitable. When we are doing our lives and we're so in love with everything around us, we just continue to magnetize more and more of that evolved love into our lives. And so the asteroid goddess Juno is really speaking to us collectively around this narrative of what it looks like when people come together romantically. And what the earth needs now more than ever is evolved conscious relationships. And these conscious relationships can take many forms. They can be lovers. They can also be parent-child. They can be other familial relationships. They can be friendships, business relationships. It is time that we honor our spiritual maturity and our sovereignty and that we really show up in our relationships as whole as we can and to come into relationship with that wholeness requires a commitment to becoming our own beloved. And so this is what we're really continuing to unpack in this episode. How do we become our own beloved? As Juno stations direct conjunct the collective south node, she is helping each one of us within our own charts, wherever that nine degrees of Sagittarius is, but also collectively to let go of some of this programming we have received and to instead commit to new storylines. Now, as we progress through the week, August 6th and 7th, that Venus day and Saturday, we come to the dark moon phase. And the dark moon phase is a beautiful time of really shedding and letting go, reflecting. It's a potent time of magic, of divination, of really going deep, deep within, and also reconciliation reckoning, uh, owning our own behavior and choices, and beginning to consider what has worked and what needs to be let go of. And this dark moon phase is even more significant in the sense that 
the following day is the Lion's Gate portal and also the Leo new moon coincided on the same day. And we will speak in depth about this new moon and how to work with these energies. However, for now, I will say that the Lion's Gate is a powerful time of prosperity, of awakening, of acceleration. And technically, we've been in the Lion's Gate for some time now already. However, we've been in it through a waning moon. And so there has been great realizations of what we're letting go of. And as we prepare for this new moon, it's time to really commit to doing that clearing work, which quite often involves action steps around changing our behavior, at times even our relationships and our connections and our habits, and using the magic of this dark moon moving into the Lion's Gate portal as an opportunity for velocity to really move forward as consciously as we can. And Mother Earth needs us now more than ever to be doing this work. This is some of the greatest, most holiest, most impactful work we could be doing anywhere within the multiverse at this time. We are blessed to be on this planet as hard as it is, as intense as it is, and I say this with full acknowledgement that life right now is really challenging. There's a lot of grief. There's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of division. It can feel extremely overwhelming in trying to decipher how humanity is going to work our current situation out. And at the same time, it is important we keep coming back to the earth. Mother Earth, Tara Gaia, is a living being, a breathing being, a most gorgeous planet, a galactic planet filled with the most amazing resources, natural resources. You are a natural resource, and so am I. The elementals move through us every single day. We are so blessed with so many gifts on this planet. And how do we honor those gifts? How do we protect and preserve our nature, our ecology, our choice to really claim our humanity? So this lion's gate is very much emphasized in the sense that each one of us is being asked to dive even deeper within. And that energy will bring us to Wednesday, August 11th, when Mercury, how we communicate, will shift from Leo into Virgo. This is the time of year, the cross-quarter festival comes alive for those of us who live in the Northern Hemisphere with Lamas, 
otherwise known as Lugnasad, the Feast of Lug. It is the summer cross-quarter festival occurring between summer solstice and fall equinox. It is a time to celebrate the Green Mother. And as we look to the Astri goddess Ceres, she is representative of the Green Mother. This is the festival of fruits. Lamas is also known as the festival of gathering in. Summer is at its height, and traditionally this was a tribal gathering time, a traditional time for fairs, particularly horse fairs, in honor of the goddess Rhiannon, goddess of the underworld, goddess of the fae. Because this is the time that the sun consummates its union with the earth, it is also very auspicious for hand fastings, for sacred unions, for weddings. And we know that historically, through time and space, people would gather at sacred trees, holy wells, hilltops, uh, fires were lit on Lamas mounds, such as Silberry Hill and Avebury, to honor Corn Mother as she gives birth to her harvest child, to the corn, which is also the seed of the next year's harvest. And so the Grain Mother, she can connect to many archetypes, including Corn Mother, Barley Mother, Danu, Demeter, Ceres, Seralia, the Solar Goddess, the Wise One of the Earth, the Increaser of all of these divine feminine beings symbolize the abundance of Mother Earth. And we can also connect this archetype to Great Mother Isis, Auset, goddess of 10,000 names. She who is seed and she who is womb, she who is soil, she is the great provider. She who is the provider of all of life, the regenerative power of life, death, and rebirth, renewal, life, again and again and again. This regenerative cauldron of creation is very central to Celtic spirituality and very similar on some level or another to other cosmologies. And the the two that I understand the best are that Celtic mythology through my Avalonian priestesshood and the Egyptian cosmology and this Egyptian cosmology talks about the rising and the setting of the sun, this connection between the east and the west and the horizon, the akhat, this eternal life that comes through us, that lives through us. And so with this time of year, Lamas, the doorway to the inner realms is beginning to open once more. We are beginning to thankfully turn inwards for regeneration and renewal of our own spirit. So this is a powerful time to gather seeds, which can be saved and planted next spring. It is a time to really bask in the sunshine, to honor the solar frequencies, especially through this Lion's Gate portal. It is a time to assimilate and gather in our own harvest the fruits of our active phase manifest in the outer world. 
And as we assess our fruits, we are reaping the harvest, both physically and metaphorically. And with this time of year, you are invited to really gather under the full Aquarius moon, this next Aquarian moon, which will be on August 22nd. Perhaps build a sacred fire, stay up until dawn, watch the sunrise after the sunset and the stars dancing and twinkling. And use this time to really connect with the elements and the elementals. Perhaps you can build an altar to the Green Mother herself, giving offerings of baked goods that have been formed from the grains in your life, in your domain, in your local farms and gardens. And this is a really beautiful time to begin to focus on that which you are harvesting for really offering time to give thanks for the abundance of this life. And this energy brings us to the Leo new moon, this lion's gate new moon. It is a solar ruled moon. The sun is our central star in which everything rotates. The sun is the creator and the ruler of the sign of Leo. The sun utilizes the force of I will. In reality, one could say the sun is a star, and many of the stars out there in the cosmos are actually suns. We know the sun through many mythos, representing Sol, Apollo, Helios, Ra, Amaratsu, where the sun appears in your cosmic chart, is the core energy of who you are. This is the seat of the self, the psychological and spiritual center, your inner divinity, your energetic essence in this lifetime. This Leo new moon that's ruled by the sun is exact on Sunday, August 8th at 9.50 a.m. And that's Eastern Daylight Time. The sun and moon meet up at 17 degrees Leo. And we know Leo as the archetype of the lion, the queen, the king, the performer, the shining one. This is passionate fire, it's spirit, it's inspiration that really wishes to express itself and to be appreciated by others. Leo is heart-centered, confident, generous, noble, but can also be narcissistic and like the eternal child. A Leo shadow can be vain, needing too much attention, overly dramatic, or having a refusal to follow others, uh, arrogance. However, Leo really has the potential in this lifetime, any Leo, whether sun, moon, north node, has the potential to be a true teacher if they develop their leadership skills consciously. This energy is stable, it's preserving, at times it can be stubborn, really comes into our lives with this new moon, uh, particularly around this Lion's Gate portal, to remind us of the importance to listen to our hearts, that our heart songs hold our divine blueprint and are designed to guide us through these times. 
And the Leo new moon creates a space where we can strengthen this connection through meditation, through grounding into the earth each and every day, through trusting our bodies and to really honoring um, what it means to be sovereign, to have freedom and choice around our bodies and how we live and operate in the world. And so this Leo new moon is inviting each one of us to shine bright, to be courageous, to be the queen of our destiny, to be the king of our destiny, to call forth the destiny, the highest timeline that most excites you and know that you have the ability to realize this into being, to dream this into reality. We are in this time with this Leo new moon that is ruled by the sun on the sun day on the lion's gate portal where the sun is receiving so much added solar strength from the great central sun of all suns. There is this magnification, this multiplication, this emphasis on our source of power, our soul's illumination. And so with this Leo new moon, you may look at the space in your chart where seven to 17 degrees Leo exists and also noticing where in your chart the sun rules. And these are the spaces to work with this energy to invite in more vitality and joy and expansion. We could say that this new moon is like an opportunity to renew your vows to yourself, to really tune into your own unique soul's purpose, to really become your own beloved. So with this new moon, the sun and moon are meeting up at 17 degrees Leo. They're also in conjunction to Mercury and Leo. And we know Mercury as the communicator, as our ideas, the way we share information, how we learn, uh, how we think, how we speak, how we write, how we imagine on such a vast level. And archetypally, the way I personally relate to Mercury is to Thoth, to Huti. And we think of the creator of writing, of astronomy, of astrology, the world of symbols and glyphs, and how one image, one symbol can represent a myriad of ideas and concepts. And how we currently use words which are much more limiting, but we can look to the world of symbols, of numbers to communicate and amplify our communication. And so there's a journey with this new moon to consider your heart song, your personal truth, and how you wish to communicate to the world at large. Now, this new moon is also opposing Saturn in Aquarius, which is retrograde. So also, there is an ask to reflect within, to check into your own path of self-mastery, to check in to see where that 10 degrees of Aquarius is transiting your chart. 
And that is the space where you're really being asked to focus your spiritual mature energy in these times and to contribute to the right use of technology, to contribute to the right use of collective consciousness, cosmic consciousness, what it means to be in this Aquarian age, and to also inform yourself of the vast darkness of the Aquarian age and how each one of us is responsible for shaping the collective reality that we're moving forward into. And so Saturn in Aquarius is asking us as it's retrograde, what part are you you playing in the collective narrative? And are you proud of how you are playing your part? Do you need to shift your energy around that? Do you need to perhaps inform yourself in other capacities and ways as we reconsider that collective south node in Sagittarius? Like what beliefs, what paradigms are holding you back? And how can you think even wider and faster and even more out of the box than you ever have before? And through this Leo new moon, this lion's gate opportunity to really become your own beloved, the square between Uranus and Taurus. With this square with Uranus and Taurus, which we've been feeling all year between Saturn and Uranus and Taurus, but now the new moon is also coming into that square it is important to also be continually coming back to earth consciousness, to honor Mother Earth, to honor nature, to look to the world of nature as an opportunity to anchor into the elements when we feel confused or led astray. Now, the sun and the moon also form a trine with Chiron retrograde and Aries. And in my last episode 32, we spoke about Chiron in depth as this maverick healer. So there is maverick healing available for each one of us as we step through the portal of the lion's gate. And I really invite you to invest in your maverick healing as you become your own beloved you are upgrading the entire collective reality of Earth in these times. With this Leo new moon, there is a quintile between the sun and the moon and Ceres and Black Moon Lilith and Gemini. And how we're nurturing and how we're willing to think outside the box can create opportunities, can bring in solutions to conflicts or problems that we're facing in these times. And there's also a biquintile between Neptune and we know Neptune has been retrograde and Pisces and Neptune went into Pisces back in 2012 and 
Neptune and Pisces is beautiful. It's mystical, artistic, creative, visionary, uh, so connected to the realms beyond what we can see in our 3D world. And also Neptune and Pisces is mass deception. It's distortion. It's addiction. It's fantasy. And there is a collective addiction happening now on earth. And with this Lion's Gate new moon, there are also possible solutions coming to the surface. And so remember, remember, remember that we are moving through waves and there are ebbs and there are flows and there are days that feel so high and days that feel incredibly low. And regardless of where you are in that ebb and flow, know that this Lion's Gate new moon brings in so much potential frequency. However, it's up to you as a participant, as above, so below, as below, so above, as a participant with the starry cosmic wisdom that is moving through us and for us. And this frequency of 17 degrees Leo it is in alignment with the star sparks, which is saying to us a volunteer church choir singing religious hymns. This is about the feeling of togetherness, which unites people in their dedication to a collective idea. Our shared values and beliefs can offer a sensation of transcendence and now is a time to really look at what are our shared values. Collectively, what do all human beings need? All human beings need and thrive upon food security to healthy foods grown free of chemicals. All human beings thrive with proper housing and true holistic healthcare and freedom, freedom of choice and basic human rights access to clean water, free of chemicals, free of petroleum, free of plastics. And currently on earth at this time, these basic human rights are not being given to the population at large. And it is when we can unite within these common grounds that we can make leaps and bounds in our consciousness collectively. And this points to the star sparks of 17 degrees, Leo, which is Elegant black women sitting on a porch fanning themselves. This is about how as the old paradigms are crumbling, that true thought leaders are emerging, sharing from an authentic depth of experience. Elias Lonsdale said, We are mighty, we are relentless, we can take on any form and no form. The outward matters little. 
What we seek now is for the whole circle to be restored. We have found our path now. We have remembered our lineage and we will not be turned back. And so now in these times, we have this opportunity to claim our human sovereignty. And again, I want to circle back around with in this new moon, the quintile between the sun and the moon that are married with Ceres and Black Moon Lilith, which are married. And remember, Ceres is how we nurture. And Black Moon Lilith is the dark goddess. She is our greatest power. However, when we ignore her, when we suppress her, she's a victim. She's a tyrant. She is an oppressor or she is the oppressed. And as we bring her into our psyches in an integrated manner, she is instinctual, primal, feminine power. As Black Moon Lilith and Ceres meet, they meet at this full moon, this Lion's Gate, Leo, new moon at the exact same degree. It's two degrees, 21 arc minutes, Gemini. The star sparks for three degrees Gemini is a dense thicket of brambles surrounding a magic castle. This is about concealment and how buried treasure thrives on circulation and currency and how profound buried treasure is seemingly lost yet greatly intact and I feel with this, there's a message. There's a message to stay open, to continue to research, to build communities through new ideas, through ways of looking outside the box, and to really uh, shape arguments and, and concepts by always um, expanding the mind. So with this new moon, it is an opportunity to truly become your own beloved, to love and romance yourself, to increase your personal heart connection, to do the things that bring you pleasure, that bring you joy, that light you up, to really activate your inner child and let that child sing and play and breathe and dance and do all the things to expand your creativity through projects, through different means of artistic expression and self-actualization, to dive into the activities that really bring enthusiasm out of yourself, and to also be generous of heart, to be that lion-hearted being who is willing to give and to give with joy to be loyal, to be loyal to your loved ones, but first and foremost, to be loyal to yourself, to be kind, and first and foremost, to be kind to yourself, to be dignified 
as you love and adore yourself, you boost your own self-confidence, you increase your radiance, and with this, you expand your recognition. As you come from this heart-centered space, this reverberation circles around Mother Earth a multitude of times and in turn is actually in service to all of humanity. The Lion's Gate portal is directly tied to the heliacal rising of the brilliant star Sirius. Now Sirius, many of us have probably heard of, and it's very important to different cultures around the world, namely the ancient Egyptian cosmology. And by the ancient Egyptians, Sirius was known as Sobtet, Sothis by the Greeks. And before the damming of the Nile River, the heliacal rising of Sirius brought the annual flood of the Nile so that the land was fertile and harvest would be ready in divine timing. This heliacal rising always happens within this lion's gate portal that we loosely translate from about July 26th until about mid-August. And the heliacal rising of Sirius can be traced throughout the planet. It will vary upon your location. However, in these times, because of numerology, many people choose to really celebrate this Lion's Gate portal on August 8th because of that 8-8 frequency, these codes of infinity. As we consider Sirius possibly as this home of the great cosmic sun of all suns. It is a powerful solar frequency that is emitted through Sirius and at this time is able to be received through the planet of earth and all of her inhabitants. And so it is why many people are speaking about this lion's gate portal more and more in these times. Now, Sabtet Sothes is a very bright, visible star and believed to carry a high vibration of deep love, um, soul awakening, spiritual gifts, all about divine service. And these teachings are transmitted to earth through the light frequencies of Sirius. So when people speak about codes, light codes, We know that the multiverse is created through sound and light, and we are able to receive these energetic upgrades through the waves of light, and with the heliacal rising, they are becoming visible or um, felt, we could say, through this Lion's Gate portal. In the Dendera Zodiac, Sirius is depicted with Jupiter as this star was conjunct the planet Jupiter in 51 BCE when Cleopatra's father died. And we can see other markings of Sirius throughout uh, different temples and tombs. 
Now, this heliacal rising, some would say that it opens up ancient Egypt's new year, a beginning of a new cycle. What's important with this Lion's Gate portal is that as we see collective fear, anger, grief, that we find ways to move through the dross to allow those emotions to clear out from our bodies and to continue to hold the vision and the frequency of this new earth that we are building together. And as this Lion's Gate portal opens with this Leo new moon, it is a time where consciously you have the ability, if you so choose, to plant seeds of intentions that take you into this next wave of new earth consciousness. It is a window of opportunity and light for your next phase of personal evolution that has an opportunity to raise the vibration of our earth. We must trust that everything we need is within our physical bodies. We have what we need at any given moment as we stay clear of fear and instead choose to focus on what is working, to give gratitude for that which we do have. And from that gratitude, use that as a generator of energy so that you may clearly manifest and surround yourself with your highest vision and in turn those who support your highest visions. As we are drawing this episode 33 to a close, I wish to speak to you about sacred numbers during these times. Now, 33 is three as the light, the holy trinity, the mother, father, and divine child. And that which we see within this mythology of Isis and Osiris and Horus, Haru, the freedom, the freedom that comes when within ourselves, our divine feminine and our divine masculine unite. As they come into balance, that hieros gamos from within, they marry to create the divine child that lives within all of us. This is our freedom. And this divine child is so connected to this lion's gate portal, to the inner child that that true Leonin nature wishes to express and expand and create from. This is the original wisdom of humanity to come into these bodies and to express our creativity, to live with harmony and tenderness and perfect love, this perfect love of innocence. And also as we look to ancient goddess lore, we have the triple moon goddess, we have the maiden mother crone archetype, the maiden as the young girl 
the innocence, the playfulness, the mother as the bleeding woman, the fertile woman, the caretaker, the all-engulfing mother, and the crone as the elder, the one who stores and holds her codes of blood, those codes of life, and keeps them deep within and shares that wisdom with her lineage as she prepares to leave the earth. And also as we look to three, we can see the empress and the tarot, this card, this archetype that represents plenty, prosperity, the fruitfulness, great magic, and pure, pure feminine consciousness. As we build to this lion's gate portal, we are building with the structure of four, two fours together. Four is a number of process and stability, about security, sound foundations, practicality, responsibility, how to build and grow with calm and peace. And these two fours merge together to create the eight and the eight, the cycle and the symbol of infinity, the radiance that lives within all in the season of really owning our Magdalene frequency, knowing that we are the Magdalens. We are here to live life on this earth as the noble ones of our divine destiny. To crown thyself is to literally walk with the divine in service, to see life here on this planet as an opportunity to be in service and to be in sovereign truth. And for each one of us, what is sovereign and what is truth is going to be unique. And how do we honor the diversity of opinions? How do we honor the freedom of choice? Because diversity is one of nature's greatest gifts, one of the earth's greatest heart songs. This, this is to live knowing that you are a divine creator, a divine spark. In this season of the Leo lion, may you invoke the courage of your own heart song. And through that courage, may you become your own beloved knowing that as that great goddess within and that great God within consummate with that hieros gamos, you become free. As we go deeper, this is an opportunity to choose the higher road, to do your lineage work, to face that which is most uncomfortable, to get into the grit, into the dark crevices and to work those energies through purification and compassion, dissolving old fears with courage and through that taking personal responsibility, dissolving old grudges and opening the heart, circulating the parts of self 
that got cut off from other parts, really stepping into your compassion and channeling the muse. May you shine your illuminating light from deep, deep within. You are pure magnificence. Please take a moment and prepare for meditation. So pause here if you're not able to dive in with us and check out the timestamp. Come back around and you'll find yourself seated or lying down, all of your biological needs tended to. Devices turned off, all of distractions preempted so you can be fully present here and now. And so taking your seat or coming to lie down, allow the breath to expand in and out through the lungs. And as you're breathing, allow the breath to sink you deeper and deeper so that the weight of gravity anchors you and you feel so held here and now. And with each breath, every cell of your being, every particle of your blood, every muscle, every bone, every joint, Every hair just becomes more and more relaxed. And you allow yourself to sink deeper and deeper into this stillness, into this complete relaxation. That beautiful relaxation starts to move through all of you like this ambrosial nectar from the other world covering your full body and as you do so you just allow yourself from the palms of your hands and the soles of your feet and the base of your spine to anchor deep down all the way down deep deep down into the core of mother earth where beautiful great-grandmother hematite is ready to welcome you and all of your ancestors are gathered and you trust that the healthy well ancestors are really guiding this ancestral space so you just feel the backing of all of your ancestors including your bloodline your soul ancestors your star ancestors You feel this magnitude of collective wisdom here. And with this grounding and anchoring, you also feel yourself connected to the heart of the Great Mother. 
And as you're connected to the heart of the Great Mother, you find yourself swimming in this vast cosmic sea. This vast cosmic sea, you're swimming and swimming. Perhaps you're swimming over waves and under waves. Perhaps you're all the way under the water. Just notice where you are and continue to swim. And wherever you are, you find yourself diving down really, really deep. And you come to the gate of this beautiful temple. And as you swim through the gate of this beautiful temple, you come and you enter within this pyramid. And you find that... You are easily breathing here as you're underwater in this temple and you're swimming, but you can also walk. You're able to move in whatever way you wish. And this temple is filled with a beautiful crystalline floor that has very dark blue, gray, green spaces and then flashes of the most blue, red, gold light. And as the flashes appear, you see lights and frequencies move about the space. And you come to sit or lie down in the center of the pyramid on this labradorite floor you come lie down or sit and you begin to meditate here and as you meditate you find within the palm of each hand appears the most beautiful sphere of labradorite this beautiful soft palm stone that feels timeless and anchoring all at once. And as you hold these stones within the palms of your hands and you begin to breathe and relax even deeper, the cells of your being begin to merge with the cells of these stones and the being of this ancient temple, this labradorescence, and you find that you're able to begin to perceive the memories that have been placed within these stones, the timelines. And as you're breathing and visioning, you come to the great awareness that it was you in other forms, spaces, and places that placed these memories within these stones and as you're holding these vast record keepers in the palms of your hands you bow to the wisdom as you merge your DNA with the DNA of this crystal and you find yourself in this vast cosmic ocean in this light temple 
you see within your mind's eye, within this pyramid, you see the light shifting so many different colors and forms. And you find that you have this ability to heal, to grow anything you desire here and now. You can heal entire planets and star systems. You can heal entire populations and lineages. You can heal entire cities and outcomes. And with your magnificence, with the codes of wisdom you carry here and now, you journey through your mind's eye, activating deep within Mother Earth, the grids through the crystals, and the grids through your body. You feel the determination, the elegance, the courage, the high intelligence. You feel this potency here and now, and you know that you are protected in this work. You have ancient, ancient protection moving all around you and grounding you and rooting you. So you continue to journey and witness and vision, holding the highest frequency as you understand this is a great responsibility to do this work and you honor it. And when you feel complete, you place the stones down. And if not already, you come to lie down on the floor of this temple. And immediately you feel this force, the spiral force move through your body and you become a vacuum of light and you spiral up and out through the filaments of light of this temple you spiral up and out and you spiral up and out immediately into your physical body your human body temple and you arrive in the center of your mind's eye your third eye space you arrive and you seed this timeline this story in your mind's eye here and now and as a form of confirmation you take three long deep breaths And as you continue to breathe, you begin to wiggle through the fingers and the toes and circle through the wrists and the ankles. You rub together the palms of the hands and the soles of the feet. And then you take your hands to your eyes and you cup 
your eyes and you breathe long, deep breaths here. And then you hug your knees into your chest and you rock side to side. And then you rock front to back. And you continue to rock, perhaps coming all the way up to your seat. Or you roll to your right side and push your way up to sit. And you take a moment, you take your right hand to your womb space, your left hand to your heart. You focus at the third eye. You hold within the third eye and within the heart and within your womb space. All beings, regardless of gender, have this womb cave of creation. You seed within these three grails the wisdom of this journey. You imprint it with benevolent intelligence and possibility. And you say, I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. I am a vibrational match to all of my desires. And so it is. And so it is. And so it is. Blessed be. May Isis heal me as she healed her son Horus of all the pains which were brought on him. 
Thou great enchantress, heal me. Save me from all evil, things of darkness, from the epidemic and deadly diseases and infections of all sorts that spring upon me, as thou hast saved and freed Horus. Free me from all possible evil, hurtful things of darkness, from epidemic and deadly fevers of all kinds. And so it is. for sharing sacred space. My prayer is that we awaken to the reality that we are a hologram for the collective. By being fierce in our authentic truth, we have the opportunity to elevate life on this exquisite planet Earth. Crystallize your medicine.